Welcome to the Your Life, Your Rules podcast. I am thankful and happy you are here. My name is Janine Gates. I am the Freedom Coach. Let's get into it. How are you, sis? Before you answer, let's take three deep breaths together so you can center yourself, forget about your long to-do list for a minute, and truly check in with yourself. Relax your shoulders, sis. Breathe in. Hold it. And slowly breathe out. Breathe in. Hold it. And slowly breathe out. One more time. Breathe in. Hold it. And slowly breathe out. How are you doing? Thank you for sharing. Okay, do you have your favorite beverage in your hand? Grab your favorite beverage and come sit on the couch. Because it's time for some grown woman girl time, sis. I'm glad you got your drink. I'm glad you're doing okay. Let's get into it. I am doing super well. Very excited for this episode. Sis, your life is going to be blessed. Let's just jump right in. What up, what up, what up? Checkmate. Happy holidays. This title came to me as I was taking days out to potty. I thought it was a cool title and immediately thank God. And I was like, girl, what are you excited for? I didn't know, but I just loved it. Checkmate. And it took me back to my childhood. As a child, I played chess, girl. Yes, I did. (laughs) I actually was on a competing team. However, let's not ask me to play today because I have no idea what to do with the pieces. However, I do remember checkmate and what that meant. Girl, it's like saying, victory, I got you. Checkmate. (laughs) I remember being in the fourth or fifth grade at Vernon Elementary School in Portland, Oregon, on Northeast 22nd-ish in Killingsworth. That school is near and dear to my heart. But I was in fourth or fifth grade yelling checkmate and jumping up and down. This school is so important to me because I had teachers who spoke life and made sure I was on top of my studies. During the fourth grade, I went into the foster care system and child, mm, my foster family did not value education. I don't want to say they didn't value education, but they didn't promote education. I don't ever recall them checking my grades, asking about my grades, asking about school. It just didn't seem like a priority to them. They didn't encourage me to read during the summer. During that summer, All I did was watch TV and play outside all day, every day. This was not good because I returned to school for fifth grade with low reading scores. I was no longer above grade level. A full summer took me out of the game. Now, my teacher didn't tell me that. She invited me to join a book club. That's a smart teacher. During that time, we read Bud Not Buddy. 
which is a book about a foster child who was treated extremely poorly. He went from foster home to foster home. I had a chance to meet the author too. And as I'm talking about this book, I wonder if Bud made it. I don't remember. Maybe I'll read that book again. Girl, I read that book so many times. I have never read a book so many times like I did Bud Not Buddy. Like I was reading it twice a year and I wonder, did it give me some encouragement? Because I was a foster child and I was very new to the system. And Bud Not Buddy was in the system for years. That book club helped me so much. Shortly after joining the book club, I joined the chess team. My first victory was saying yes to myself and joining the book club. My second yes was yelling checkmate when I beat my peer who was labeled as the best chess player ever until he met the queen, Natalie Janine Gates. (laughs) But no, it was this little Asian boy. I remember like it was yesterday and it was heated and people were all around us. It was a Saturday. We were in the, in this gym. I don't know where the gym was at. Some reason I want to say Vernon, but I don't remember. And everybody was around us. And I remember being so nervous because it was my first year playing. I knew nothing about chess. I was invited to join the team. I joined. And this boy was not kind. And I don't want to say like he really wasn't kind. I think he was very competitive. And he, he's also cocky. He told me I was going to lose. Now, if you know me, you know I'm competitive. Baby, even when I lose, I say I win, period. Like, I- I'm always rooting for me. And so he was, it was, I was very intimidated. And I remember him telling me, you ready to lose? And he, like, smiled about it. And I was like, oh, Janine, keep your head in the game. Because I played basketball during this time. And I know how to be aggressive. I know how to get into somebody's head. Like, I was taught that. I was not about to allow this little boy to get into my head. Like, do you know who I am, bruh? So we played. And, oh, God, I remember this like it was yesterday. And we were going back and forth, and it was getting heated. And everybody around me was trying to tell me what to do because there was one move I could make, and I would beat him. And I remember the judges telling him to hush, telling them to hush, sorry. And... I finally figured it out and I was like, checkmate. I like slammed that piece, stood up and said, checkmate. I remember jumping up and down and yelling and everybody was around me that was so excited. Girl, I'm so excited. This doesn't even make sense. Everybody around me was so excited because this first time black girl don't know shit about chess playing and beat the champ. I was like, baby, say my name, say my name. All right. <laughs> This happiness that you feel from this 10-year-old Janine, I want you to feel this during your holidays. And I know the holidays can feel very stressful depending on who you're spending it with, the expectations people have of you, the expectations you have of yourself, the grief that may come up. That grief hits me hard. I don't know if I shared with you that my brother unexpectedly died in August. And I am heading home for the holidays. This will be my first Christmas without him. I won't have the, 
I won't have the opportunity to see him and his smile and him telling me he's going to come visit me. So if you're experiencing grief during this season, I'm sending you a hug and maybe we can cry on each other's shoulders as I'm crying right now. Grief is so hard. Oh, gosh. And the holidays can be super hard. And I want to gift you your checkmate piece. I want this season to be something that you truly enjoy. And how do we do that? By setting boundaries. Sis, I want your holiday season to feel victoriously. At the end of the year, I want your inner child to jump up and down screaming, checkmate. The joy that I had earlier, just moments ago, I want you to have that joy during the holidays. Are you dreading going home for the holidays? Are you dreading spending the holidays with your family, your friends, or whoever is going to be at the table? Are you concerned about what the people at the table will say? I've read so many stories of family members saying, when you going to get married? When you going to have kids? Girl, you put some weight on. All those things. Are you worried about that? Are you thinking about that? And now you're dreading going home or going wherever you're going. Family looks so different for so many of us. Some of us have family of choice, family by birth. Family by community, family of choice, family of church. I said of choice twice, (laughs) maybe because I think family choice is very important. Sis, you are not alone. The people you spend the holidays with have shown you who they are over the years, especially if you go into the same people you've been going to over the years. Side note, let's not get things twisted. This does not mean one cannot change. However, if people have been showing you who they are over the years, use this to your advantage by setting boundaries that honor the ground you walk on. I love that. Honoring the ground you walk on. We should all feel honored. We should all feel loved. And we should all be giving, honoring, and loving. Honoring sounds right. Loving sounds weird. We should all give love and we should all honor each other. And if you feel like there's people that you cannot honor or you cannot love, you need some strong boundaries in place. But if you're dreading the holidays, if you're dreading spending time with these individuals, if you're concerned about what these individuals will say, I want to give you some boundaries. Because again, I want this holiday season to be checkmate. I want you to jump up and down saying checkmate. Baby, I remember being 10 years old in the fifth grade yelling checkmate at that boy. I, to this day, I'm so happy about it. I totally forgot about it until I was walking days. But I'm so happy about it. One thing, because you can do anything you put your mind to. Second, <laughs> this little girl, me was in foster care. This is, I had just gotten to foster care, so I didn't know much about this family, what I was getting myself into. My family was split up. I was very stressed and depressed and losing myself. This is where I started developing an eating disorder. I started with emotionally eating, then closet eating, just so much hectic. 
wickedness and messiness and just what the heck going on in my little 10-year-old life, my little 10-year-old brain. And despite all of that, I still showed up and said, checkmate, baby. And can you imagine saying checkmate and everybody is celebrating you? I don't even know if people thought I was going to win. I didn't even want to compete. I just played because it was giving me something to do. It was giving me purpose because I was losing myself. I had no idea what this would do for me. And it definitely boosted my confidence. I want the you today to have that same experience. And I know you can. I know you can. I had... I don't want to say my first checkmate holiday last year, but baby, it was so good. I felt like victory. So I want to give you some boundaries. You will only stay over for dinner for three hours and then go home and watch Christmas movies or tuck in with some decaf coffee. You know, I love coffee. Maybe you want tea. I love tea too, but I haven't been drinking any. So, Or you want a glass of wine. Girl, do you. In the book, if you know these individuals stress you out or you're an introvert and you just tap out, what's that time limit for you? Set it. I know for me personally, I love my alone time. After about two and a half hours with people, I got to bounce. Like, I feel depleted. What's your bank? What's your time frame? Honor that. Second, before responding to someone's request, ask yourself, Is this something I want to do? Who am I doing this for? Hey, people pleaser, who are you doing that for? Is it for you or is it for them? Will this add stress or joy to my life? Oh, I love that word joy. Don't be surprised, side note, if I name one of my kids Joy. I just love, Joy and Grace, baby, speaks to me. Who are you doing this for? Ask yourself. And then decide what your answer is. You don't have to answer anyone's request right away. You get to think about it and reflect on what you want to do. This is your holiday season just as much as it is their holiday season. Third, are we purchasing gifts this year? From who, for whom and why? Please, 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 please. I cannot stress this enough. Please, 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 please do not financially stress yourself out behind gifts. Don't try to outdo people with gifts. And if money is tight, don't buy gifts. This season is so much more than gifts. The time spent... And the memories created are important. Maybe more than the gift or just as much as the gift. You get to decide that. I know for me (laughs) and someone who used to think that they had to give everybody named mama a gift. I don't feel that way anymore. I actually don't give a lot of gifts anymore. The memories that we create, the time that we spend feels so valuable to me that Gifts are left for really, really special people. And really, I'd rather give someone an experience than a gift. You decide what it is for you. 
But whatever you do, do not financially stress out about it. And it makes me think if you feel guilty or ashamed that you cannot afford a gift for somebody, I want to invite you to listen to last week's episode about vulnerability and unapologetically showing up. I think we all know that people are going through hard times financially. Baby, do you see the gas prices? I'm thankful that I live in Texas because we got one of the lowest gas prices in the country. (laughs) Do you see the food prices? Things are going up and our income is not necessarily matching the prices of things. So if you are in a spot where you cannot financially afford to gift people this year, that's okay. Be vulnerable. Own that. It's just a season of your life, hopefully. Also, I love this. I believe my mom, either my mom or my uncle created this many, many years ago for our family. I think it was my mom. And we decided that we wouldn't do gifts. We would do white elephant. Girl, my mom created that. We do do the white elephant, but girl, the family still be buying us gifts. But that's okay. I'm sharing that to say, maybe it's time for you to suggest that you all do a white elephant. And if you don't know what that is, I don't know why it's called white elephant. Um, But everyone puts their name in a hat. You draw their name. You draw a name. And the name you draw, you buy a gift for that person. That way, you're only buying a gift for one person and you get to participate. Also, during this time that you're doing the white elephant, you all can put a price point. We're not spending more than $25. Whatever it is. But if you feel like you want to gift something and you want to be involved in the gifting season, maybe suggest that. I absolutely love how we do it at my house, my home in Portland, Oregon. We actually do white elephant and we just bring a gift. We don't draw for someone. You just bring the gift and we wrap it up and everyone gets to pick a number one through whatever. And the person who has number one gets to pick first. And the person who has ever the highest number gets to have an opportunity to take whatever they want to take from someone else or they get to pick the unwrapped gift. And I love this game because it's just fun. You get an option to choose what you want depending on your number. I love it. I love it. And let me tell y'all something. I'm shady sometimes. Sometimes. Just sometimes. If someone gets overly excited for a gift, I will steal it. (laughs) I'm being honest. And by the time we're done with the game, I'll give it back. But it's just fun. It's ways to create memories that are not about gifts and being financially in the hole. So I hope that was helpful. Number four, girl, I'm going to share a personal boundary I started a year ago. And it definitely will be a boundary this year. My beloved mother will have you driving all over the Pacific Northwest. Baby, all over. Yes, I mean all over. And I'm only exaggerating a little bit. Because she be going to multiple cities. I'm not lying about that. Multiple cities, sis. I'm not kidding you. And you know holiday shopping is already wild to get all these things. And if she listens to the podcast, I can already see her coming for me. You want to eat, don't you? You want that dressing, don't you? I can hear that sassiness come out of my mama's mouth. And that's all right. We love her anyway. So she wouldn't have you going all over the Pacific Northwest to go, shop, go grocery shopping. And my mom doesn't know how to make a little meal. I kid you not, sis, our dinner table will have over 20 dishes. And we get a little help 
a little help from other people cooking, but it's primarily me and her. And I don't like it. I ain't the only one eating. And by the time we sit down to eat, I'm not even hungry. My feet hurt. I need a foot massage, a body massage. Baby, I need somebody to oil me and put them elbows into my shoulders, you know? <laughs> and so I made this boundary last year that she had five hours of me in the kitchen, which is great. That is very gracious of me. Very generous. Because five hours is a lot. And I mean five hours for Christmas dinner. So we start on, I don't know what day the week Christmas is, but we start the day before, two days before Christmas. If she thinks about a Christmas dinner, all that counts for the five hours. And I remember last year... She was like, we, we don't have that much to do, Janine. We don't have that much to do, BBG. She called me BBG sometimes um, and some other nicknames. And I was like, it doesn't matter what you have. You got five hours. And then there'd be times she'd be like, Janine, can you go downstairs and get this for me? But I don't want to count against my five hours. So we even played and had fun with it. And it's just a way for me to honor me. This is a way for you to honor yourself. What boundaries do you need so that you can say, checkmate after the holiday season? On December 31st or January 1st, if you're still celebrating, or January 2nd, if you just like, I'm celebrating Christmas, uh, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, and then January 2nd, we hitting the ground running. Whatever day it is, I want you to be able to say checkmate. I want you to look back over your holidays and be so happy and have that joy that 10-year-old Janine had. The purpose of the season is to spend time with those you cherish and making beautiful memories. Please do not spend this season overwhelmed, stressed out, or financially in the hole. It's not worth it. The memories are. Was this helpful for you? Let me know. And I want to end with a job tip. I want to leave you with this tip because I think it's very important. I keep hearing this rumor that companies do not hire during the holidays. I don't know who started that lie. And if you see a job you want, please apply. I've been hired and hired others during the holidays. When a employer puts an application out, they are saying they need somebody. So apply with confidence. If this job tip was helpful and you would like more confidence job tips and tricks, and learn how to increase your salary by $10,000, follow me on TikTok in Janine Gates. I am sharing so much helpful content over there. So far, I've helped two people get a job with my tips. And girl, I've only been, on cons- I've only been consistent on TikTok since September. I hope to see you there. Sis... Have a wonderful checkmate holiday. I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited for my checkmate holiday. It's going to be good, girl. Take good care of yourself, and I love you. Talk to you later.